Welcome to Magic with Gadgets, brought to you by RecipeThis.com. I am Samantha, your host, and love to chat about the magic of kitchen gadgets for easy, delicious and cheap everyday cooking. Before we dive into this week's podcast episode, I wanted to talk to you about our air fryer bucket list. In a nutshell, it's a totally free, awesome e-cookbook featuring the 25 must-make, bucket list-worthy air fryer recipes. Pause the podcast now and grab yourself a free copy by entering your email address at recipethis.com forward slash AF bucket list or search bucket list at recipethis.com. Hello April, can you believe it's nearly Easter weekend? I'm just so excited, I absolutely love Easter and so do the kids. You know, I I am quite surprised by how much into Easter they actually are and they absolutely love making all the Easter little things that we do. I remember when Sophia was um, almost two so um, it was before her second birthday anyway, so I think she would have been about 18 months. And it was when I first introduced her to making Rice Krispie treats for Easter, you know, where you mix the melted chocolate with some Rice Krispies, let it set, or you can use cornflakes as well, and then add some little mini eggs on top. I've still got a lovely picture of uh, me making them with her when she was really, really tiny. And then each Easter, she'll want to be able to do those again. And then also, what they also love is to hard boil some eggs. We normally do that these days in the air fryer, but sometimes we'll use the Instant Pot or the Ninja Foodie. And then once they're hard boiled, we can decorate them. Sometimes it's just with crayons. Um, other times we'll get a bit more arty and we'll have some arty supplies in as well but it's just something fun to do with the kids and then of course there'll be plenty of Easter treats going on as well like um, we like to do the little cream eggs and then wrap them in some puff pastry and air fry them but there's just so much choice isn't there with Easter and that's going to be what my favourite thing about April is and Also, vegans fast forward now because I also love the spring lamb. That is my favourite food about this time of year, minus, of course, all the Easter eggs that I always eat. I always say, I'm going to have less Easter eggs this year, and then I weigh myself after Easter and think, I should have had less Easter eggs, but I just absolutely love my chocolate. And then, of course, alongside the spring lamb, and eating all the Easter eggs. What I love about April and this time of year is, you know, the flowers are starting to come out and you're just getting ready for enjoying the last part of this time of year before you head into the summer season. And it's just lovely. And also another excuse for me to uh, binge cook lots of the root vegetables in the kitchen gadgets because I just absolutely love doing that. And then... You might be wondering, what should you stockpile in April to save money? Well, my favourite would be lamb. 
not just for saving money, but because it's in season, it's at its best. It's brilliant for grabbing some in bulk from the butchers and then freezing it for later. My favourites to bulk buy is the lamb steaks, which are amazing in the air fryer and even more amazing in the slow cooker. Lamb chops, without a doubt, absolutely delicious. Air fryer, slow cooker, instant pot, they work in a lot of your different gadgets. And of course, you can make nice sauces to go with them in your blender as well. But yes, what I'll do is I'll go to the butchers, I'll get a bulk supply, and then what I'll do is I'll get home, I'll wrap them up in Ziploc bags, or any freezer bags will do. And then what I will actually do is I'll then label them up and then I'll put them in portion sizes that are perfect for when we actually want to eat them. So, for example, we're a family of four. The kids will eat a lot of lamb chops, so we'll do a pack of four into one bag, label it up, and then we know we've got it later to go back to. And then another one of my favourites is the lamb mince, or ground lamb, as you might call it, if you live in the US. And the thing about that is it's brilliant for making your own homemade doner kebabs. You can make koftas with it. You can use it to make a traditional shepherd's pie. The choices are just endless. So that's where I always start when I think of April and what I'm buying and what I'm thinking about straight away before I jump into what the foods are that are in season right now. So... I'm sure you want to know what top 10 foods in April should you be eating and cooking at home with your kitchen gadgets. So the food that I go to the most at this time of year that's brilliant and is coming into season and that is absolutely amazing in the air fryer and I just can never stop eating them in the air fryer is new potatoes. Or if you live in the US, you might call them baby potatoes. Or I've noticed, it's just one of those really weird foods which has a million different names. You know, new potatoes, baby potatoes, small potatoes, small red potatoes, salad potatoes. It's just ridiculous how many names it actually has. But I'm just talking about those small potatoes that are small enough that you would not cut them or peel them to be able to serve them for dinner. And what is brilliant about baby potatoes, new potatoes, whatever we're calling them today, is that as long as they scrub clean, all you need to do, which they normally are if you've bought them already cleaned, all you need to do is load them into a bowl season them with salt and pepper, dried parsley, add a small quantity of olive oil, mix them with your hands and then load them into the air fryer basket. If you think about that as a process, you're not peeling, you're not chopping and it's very, very fast. In fact, in our air fryer cookbook that comes out in September, we actually have um, this recipe and we actually recommend it for when you've got back from shopping you're too tired to cook dinner and you can just quickly boil air fryer and then they are cooked in the air fryer by the time you finish putting all your shopping away. They are just brilliant and the crisp on them is amazing. Think of the nicest, crispiest baked potato or jacket potato and then just think that they're the mini version 
and they're just so so delicious and we highly recommend buying them as soon as they come into season and then regularly buying them until they're out of season again because they're just a brilliant go-to air fryer potato recipe and I would put them in my top five of favorite air fryer recipes of all time or or if you are on Weight Watchers or Slimming World and you don't want to have any oil, then what you can do instead is you can steam them in the microwave or in the instant pot and then still season them, but cook them without oil and they're still yummy. And then this leads me to my next of the April foods in season and one that's quite interesting as well because quite often people cook baby potatoes and baby carrots together in the air fryer. They have a very similar cook time. And would you believe it? Also in April, carrots are in season. They're just so, so yummy. And you can just do a mix of potatoes and carrots. Or of course, you can just as easily cook carrots on their own. Air fried carrot fries, absolutely delicious. And we're always cooking veggie fries in the air fryer. And then you can also add some cheese to them, turn them into dirty fries, just treat them like your potato, basically. And then, of course, you can roast them, toss them in some honey. And also, you can steam carrots in the Instant Pot or in the microwave as well. So there's so much choice there with the carrots. And right now, I'm sat in waiting in for my veggie box. And I know that it's likely to have plenty of carrots in there. And I can then use the carrots in a great range of recipes. And then next on the list cauliflower is still in season in April so if you've not had enough of cauliflower cheese yet then note you can make some and you can cook it in the air fryer you can steam it in the instant pot you can steam it in the microwave there's just so much choice or if you are stuck with some snow and you're thinking oh it's cold I need soup then you can also use it to make some cauliflower soup with or one of my other favorite soups is a cauliflower and corn soup that is a good one as well and if you're on your pre-holiday diet I should be why am I not um you should be microwaving some cauliflower rice and then you can add it to your air fried chicken breast for the ultimate healthy dinner or lunch. Um, we also have a Thermomix. So we use the Thermomix to grind the cauliflower to turn it into rice before microwaving the rice. And then, of course, you can add extra seasonings to make it more flavoursome, like adding some Cajun seasoning to live up the cauliflower. And there's just so much choice there when it comes to cauliflower. I, I still remember the uh, paleo craze of making cauliflower pizza crust. It, you know, you had the cauliflower rice, of course. Uh, you had cauliflower mashed potatoes. There wasn't a food, really, that was high carb that you couldn't turn into some sort of cauliflower dish. <laughs> it was just this obsession. And still now, I still absolutely love cauliflower rice. 
and a cauliflower pizza crust every now and again it's just the effort you go to drain all that cauliflower liquid from it and squeezing it with a tea towel and then how dirty your tea towel becomes it just becomes annoying so I must admit I, I much prefer um, just to use it for the rice because that's the quick method and then after coming into season in March spinach is still in season um, I've always uh, suffered from anemia. I just had a bad bout of it um, a few weeks ago, actually, where I just feel so dead. You know, when your body just can't seem to wake up in the morning and it's an effort to walk across the room. That could be exhaustion from writing a cookbook, though. <laughs> can it? I'm not sure. Can it be Can it be cookbook exhaustion or <laughs> you're just going to call it anemia? Well, anyway, if you do suffer from low iron... You can microwave spinach and also use it in green smoothies in the blender or how about an air fry cob loaf. But either way, I just hate the way it shrinks. I mean, <laughs> it may be in season, but you need a lot of fresh spinach to actually feed yourself a meal, don't you? I think that's why I prefer it in a smoothie because then you're getting the right amount of it is going in rather than having too much or not enough. And then, of course, leeks are also still in season. We love leeks. And my favourite way to enjoy leeks is like a cauliflower cheese. So, sauté the leeks and then cook them in a cheese sauce. And they're just so, so nice. But, of course, a lot of leeks need a good wash. So, we recommend chopping them up and putting them... Uh, rinse them under your cold tap and then get rid of any of the gritty bits before you cook with them. And then if you do want to do leeks in the cheese sauce method, then I recommend steaming the leeks. And then what you can do is a cheese, cheese sauce. So instead of making a proper one with flour and whatnot, what you can do is you can then use the Instant Pot and then a little bit of the stock left over from the leeks mixed with Philadelphia cream cheese, a little bit of grated cheese thrown in, um, sauté, and you've got a delicious sauce, and then add your leeks back in, and then you've got leeks in a cheese sauce, and it's just so nice. And then, of course, if you just like leeks on the own or with some butter in, you can just do the steaming method. It's just so, so easy. And another food in season, or almost in season, I find you can get some good asparagus in early April and then it feels like it's properly in season, May into the summer. And asparagus air fryer, absolutely amazing. Um, our late reader, Dick, it was his favourite vegetable that he learned to do with the air fryer. He openly admitted that he'd never tried asparagus until I recommended it to him in the air fryer and he absolutely loved it. So you simply um, trim your asparagus, air fry it with a little bit of extra virgin. You can season it as well. And then when it's done, put it on some foil back in the air fryer with some sprinkled cheese on top and then you've got cheesy asparagus. Ah, oh, it's just so, so good. I can never stop eating it. And then you can also steam asparagus in the Instant Pot. 
Or what we did last year is we cooked Ninja Foodie asparagus wrapped in bacon. So imagine you do your normal asparagus and you finish it off with some bacon. It goes lovely and crispy and you think, oh, why didn't I think of having asparagus like this all the time? It's just so, so good. And of course, broccoli is still in season. So do enjoy it before it goes out of season. Of course, we love Instant Pot broccoli. Broccoli steamed in the Instant Pot for two minutes. That's all it takes, two minutes. And then you've got perfect uh, fork tender broccoli and it's perfect for healthy lunches and dinners. You can use it in any other way you wanted or you could cook it in the Instant Pot for four minutes and then it's soft enough for it to become a broccoli cheese soup. You can also make broccoli soup in your Thermomix. Or how about our favourite healthy lunch of Instant Pot salmon and broccoli? Just so lovely together and so, so delicious. And then, of course, if you love your seafood, hake is in season and perfect for recipes that call for white fish. I'm talking you could do your fish and chips with it. You could do your fish cakes with it. You could make a fish pie with it. There's just so many choices. And when we lived in Portugal, hake was very much readily available. It was probably the um, the best white fish, really, because they have the salted cod, of course. But that only really suits you if you want to use it, serve it as a salted cod. Uh, cosh, cod, or if you wanted to make the Portuguese popular dish, bacalhau, which is basically the salted cod soaked so that you lose the saltiness to it and it's kind of done as a bake. So if you think of cauliflower cheese, but you used cod instead, and that's what that's very similar to. And it was just so delicious. But hake is just so underrated. It's so much cheaper than cod and haddock when you get it from the fishmongers. And it's just perfect for recipes. And I, I thoroughly recommend that you give hake a go. And of course, just like cod or haddock or pollock, you can get it uh, skinless and boned so that it's just easy for cooking in the air fryer. And honestly, give it a go. Just try it and see what you think and see if it's going to be a winner for you for your regular uh, meals in the air fryer. And then for meat, the best meat in season in April. Yep, you know where I'm talking, lamb. There's no such thing as bad lamb. It's springtime. It's just absolutely brilliant. And there's just so many ways that you can cook lamb at home using your kitchen gadgets. My favourite, of course, is air fry roast lamb. You can cook it at the same time as some roast potatoes. And it's just so, so perfect in the air fryer. You've also got air fry leg of lamb. Slow cooker doner kebab, or how about a traditional slow cooker shepherd's pie? I mean, one of the things that, oh, it, it winds me up. I don't know why it winds me up so much, but it does. I absolutely hate it when I see a slow cooker, or in any, any cooked in any way, shepherd's pie, and then you look on the ingredients and it says beef. Oh, you want to scream, don't you? He's like, 
traditional slow cooker shepherd's pie is lamb. And I don't know why, but it just drives me crazy. I mean, it's called shepherd's pie because of the shepherds herding the sheep. You know, that's where the shepherd comes into the pie. And, you know, we have cottage pie, which is meant to be served with beef. And it's like, oh, why does it wind me up so much? There's a lot of worse food things that people do than that. But I don't know why. It just drives me crazy. So if you do want to make a traditional slow cooker shepherd's pie, then go and grab yourself some lamb mince while it's in season. If you want to make it with beef, then go and buy yourself some beef and make yourself a cottage pie. Enough said on that subject, hey, before I wind someone else up that oh, there'll be somebody listening thinking, right, I've always had shepherd's pie with beef. What went wrong there? <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I shouldn't laugh about it, should I? But <laughs> it's true. Um, and then, of course, also, it's the month of pork. When we lived in Portugal, pork was the most eaten meat. It was the cheapest. People loved pork. And you'd have more pork supplies in the supermarket than you would have chicken. It was just so popular. And to be honest, you very rarely saw lamb unless it was actually Easter weekend in Portugal. Well, where we lived anyway, you know, but it was always so much pork. And I have to say, there's just so much choice of what you can cook with pork. You can do a lot of your favourite chicken recipes and swap it for pork as well. And also what I've noticed recently is butchers offering you the option to buy half or a quarter of a pig or a quarter of a cow. So you basically fill your freezer with a massive supply of different uh, bits of pig or cow. And then you can make yourself a huge saving on these, freeze them and then cook them over a few months. And it's just absolutely delicious. So for pork ideas, especially for Easter, because it's that time of year, isn't it, when we all want our Easter uh, roast dinners before we head into summer, you've got Ninja Foodie Pork Tenderloin, absolutely amazing. Air fry pork roast, equally as good and perfect with either loin or shoulder. Slow cooker pork leg joint is another great one. And then you can use the pork leg bone to then use towards stock for a soup or something else or just for making some pork stock with. There's just so much choice. And then for dehydrating fruit and veggies in April, then it's brilliant for beetroot or as you might call it beets, cucumber and kiwi. They're the best ones to be doing right now. And then you can do them in bulk and then save them for later. They're just brilliant for that. And of course, people ask me, well, what shall I do with them? What's the best use for them? Well, when it comes to dehydrated fruit, there's so many different choices. But one person came to me and said about the strawberries, when they dehydrate strawberries, they do so because they absolutely love Special K. And now they make their own cereal for breakfast using granola. But the dried strawberries cost an absolute fortune. So to actually dry their own fruit instead saves them uh, quite a bit of money. And then they can do that when strawberries are in season and then save them for later. People do that with so many different fruits as well. 
But for things like beetroot and that, um, they go like uh, chips or as we call them, crisps. And they're just lovely as something to snack on and to grab something when it's in season. And when you dehydrate food, it's so much of an easier method compared to, say, canning food. It's just so easy. And with air fryers offering that option, you could then dehydrate into a jar or Ziploc bag and then you've got them again for later. And what do you think? Isn't there some lovely foods there that you can be eating in April? For me, though, it's going to be the lamb and it's probably going to be plenty of cauliflower. The carrots, I buy them all year round and I use them quite a lot in a lot of recipes. So I'm so glad that they're in season right now because that means you get the bigger and the better ones at this time of year. And you don't have those really skinny little ones that when you go and peel them, you hardly get anything off them. So it's just really, really good. And do let me know what you're up to in April because I can't wait to find out. And goes without saying, happy Easter. If you head over to RecipeThis.com, uh, search Easter. We've got loads of Easter recipes over there for you to get involved in. And thank you so much for listening. And it's been a pleasure chatting to you about what's in season in April. Well, that is a wrap. I recommend you head over to RecipeThis.com and check out all the kitchen gadget recipes. After all, there are more than a thousand to choose from. Also, please, please, please leave us a five-star review if you enjoyed the episode because the more reviews means the more people will find us and learn about the magic of cooking with kitchen gadgets. We've also created an awesome podcast index for you at recipethis.com forward slash podcast. You can grab all links mentioned, resources and explore other episodes. Thanks again for listening and ciao for now. (music) 